You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. I am Minister Eric White, and I am here today to share a message uh, that I believe will inspire and encourage you. So the title of the message is Share Your Faith. Share Your Faith. See, the How to Win podcast is meant to teach people how to win in life. What I mean when I talk about winning, I'm talking about winning in your spirit, winning in your soul, winning in your body. When we say soul, we're talking about the mind, will, and your emotions. But I'm also talking about winning socially, economically, relationally. I'm talking about winning in your business. I'm talking about winning in your family. I'm talking about winning in your education. I'm talking about winning in every area of life. One of the main ingredients, I believe, to us winning in life is our faith in God. I'm going to say that again. One of the main ingredients, I believe, to winning in life is in our faith in God. When Pastor Mike does the How to Win podcast every week, he is sharing with us his faith. His faith has been a main reason for him winning in life. He shows us the relevance of faith and the transformational power it possesses, our faith in God. Listen to this. Pastor has shared with us his faith when he started this work, this ministry. It started with seven people. And with his faith, God helping him by showing him and teaching him how to do the work Now, the ministry has grown where it is reaching and impacting thousands. It is impacting the world and nations by his faith. He also shared with us about his marriage and how early on in his marriage, him and his wife, Miss Pete, struggled in their marriage. But now they are best friends. The Bible says that all things are possible to them that have faith in God. So it is important for us to know how faith works, and it is also important that we share our faith. Today, I want to talk to you about sharing your faith, especially because of the times that we are facing. People need to know that there is still hope and there is still help. We all are experiencing some some, uh, challenging times, but God has commissioned us as his believers to share this good news of hope and help that is available. So before we can share our faith, I believe that we need to know 
What is our faith based on? What is the foundation of our faith? If we are going to be effective communicators, our faith, if we are going to effectively communicate our faith to others and help them to win in life, we must know what our faith is founded on. So I want to go and I want to talk to you, first of all, why is, uh, Eric, why is it important that we have a foundation? Why, what, what's so important about a foundation, you may ask? Well, a good foundation stabilizes and protects from calamity, earthquakes, strong winds, floods, and storms. When our faith is founded in the right thing or the right person, when calamity hits, we will be stable because of the strength, listen to that, of the foundation. <laughs> the strength of the foundation. When we uh, are thinking about putting a building up, the most important thing building building is making sure that you have a good foundation. The strength of the foundation, listen to this, determines the strength of the building. Man, that's good. The strength of the foundation determines the strength of the building. The good thing about <laughs> our faith is that it is not used for emergencies only. But our faith is for living a productive and successful life. So I want to ask you, what is the foundation of your faith? Come on, type in. Type it in. Is it your job? Is it your family? Is it your education? Is it your charisma? Is it your business? What is the foundation of your faith? So, listen, listen to this. Because whatever you put your faith in, that is what's going to have to produce for you. Hmm. I'm going to say that again. Whatever you put your faith in, that is what's going to have to produce for you. If your faith is in your job or your family or in a person, that person or that business is what's going to have to produce for you. If our faith is not founded in the right person, then as we are communicating to someone our faith, we will mislead them. Let's look at, let's look at what, I want to look at what Jesus said about the foundation. Listen to this. Matthew 7 and 24. Listen to what Jesus said. Everyone who hears my teachings and, apply, listen, and applies it 
to his life can be compared to a wise man who builds his house on an unshakable foundation. When the rain fell and the floods came with fierce winds beating upon his house, it stood firm because it was founded on a strong foundation. Listen to what Jesus said. Jesus said that the person that hears his word and applies his word, establish himself on a firm foundation. So, the calamity that comes reveals the strength of the foundation. But look at this, by what he said. The calamity doesn't only reveal the strength of the foundation. The calamity also reveals what your faith is in. He said, if the, once the man heard and applied what he heard, to act upon what you hear is a component of faith. Remember? Pastor Mike has taught us that there are four components of faith. One, first, we must hear the word. Second, we must believe that word in our heart. Third, we must speak that word out of our mouths. And then fourthly, we must act upon the word. So whatever your faith is in, it is, should be revealed by these four Actions. I'm sharing with you now. I'm sharing for you to hear the word. It's important that you hear the word. And then you must then speak the word. Then you must believe the word. You must speak the word. And then you must act on the word. See, when we can see from this scripture that when calamity, strong winds, floods, and storms that they reveal how strong the foundation is. It also shows what our faith is in. As I said, I'm just reiterating. Now, let's, let's go over here and look at what Paul had to say about a foundation. And I'm telling you, it is important that we know what our faith is founded on. It's important. Jesus Said Now, remember I said that Jesus gave the instruction about the word that we must, that those that heard the word and did the word was like a, man, um, a wise man that built his house upon a strong and firm foundation. In John 1 and 14, it says, in the beginning was, uh, was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Verse 14 says that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. I want to share with you here, Jesus and the Word are one. It says that the Word became flesh. So when God's, when I'm talking about a foundation, your foundation needs to be on God's Word. 
It needs to be in what Jesus said. It needs to be on Jesus' principles. It needs to be on what Jesus has decreed. The word is what should be the foundation that we build our faith on. Listen to this. And what should our faith be founded on? In 1 Corinthians 3 and 10, listen to what Paul says. Paul says, God has given me a unique gift as a skilled master builder who lays a good foundation. <laughs> Afterwards, another craftsman comes and builds on it. So builders beware. Let every builder do his work carefully according to God's standard. Listen. For no one is empowered to lay an alternative foundation other than the good foundation that exists, which is Jesus Christ. What? There is only one foundation. This is Paul. Paul said that I am a master builder. What are you saying? I'm saying that Paul has decreed that Jesus is the foundation that we can build on. You can build your family on God's word, on Jesus' word. You can build your business on the word. You can build your family on the word. See, if your family is built on the word, when storms come to try to disrupt, to try to tear up your family, because it is founded on the word, your family will not be destroyed. Oh, if your business is, is, is built on what Jesus said, what well, we said in, in, in 2 Corinthians uh, 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 2.14, where it says that God always causes me to triumph. If I know that God always causes me to triumph, then when challenges come in my business, in my family, no matter what it is, God always causes me to win. You, no matter if it can be, I can build my family on that. God will cause us to win. Oh, man. Oh, man. I can build my family on the, uh, the uh, in first Corinthians. I can build my family on love. Me walking love, me being long suffering, being patient with my wife, my wife being patient with me. See, I can build my family on the word. Oh, man, this, this, is, this is good. Look, listen, listen to what Paul says here. Paul says, uh, I want to look at this. And Paul says in Romans 1 and 16, he says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel. What is the gospel of Christ? The gospel is the good news, the good message. That's what I'm talking about. He says, For it is the power of God unto salvation. The gospel is the power of God unto deliverance. 
What do you need deliverance from? God's word is the power to bring you the deliverance that you need in your life. To everyone, listen to this, to everyone that believes. To the Jew, those that are of the family of God, those that are saved, those that have been redeemed, and to the Greek, those that are unregenerate. It says that God, that the, that the gospel of Jesus Christ is the power unto your deliverance. Are you struggling in some areas? Hmm. Are you having some tough times? Oh, uh, you know, we got what's going on with the pandemic. And the Bible says that the gospel message is the power to bring you deliverance. To bring you, listen, uh, let me break it down like this. Your challenge in your body. Sickness is trying to hit you. And the Bible says that by his stripes, you are healed. When we put our faith and we believe God's word, no matter what it looks like, no matter what's going on in our body, we say, according to what he said in his word in Romans, that the gospel, that's the message, that's the message. The message is that by his stripes, I am healed in my body, no matter what is going on in my body. See, this is why it's important that we share this. So by his stripes, I am healed. So I say, I am healed in my body. That's the gospel message. <laughs> I am delivered. 1 John 5 and 5 says, you see every child of God overcomes the world. Listen to this. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So who are the world's conquerors? Defeating its power. Woo! Those who believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Who are the conquerors in life? Who are those that win in life? Who are those who defeat the power of the world? Those that believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Those that believe in what Jesus said in his word. Those are the ones that overcome in this life. See, remember what I said. Whatever you put your faith in, that is what will have to produce for you. 
You put your faith in people, your job, your intellect, your accomplishments. They'll have to produce for you. And all of us know that they are limited. Men, people are limited in their ability to help us. Our money is limited in its ability. It may be able to pay for a house, a car, but it may not be able to bring healing and health. It may not be able to minister to us emotionally, mentally. See, when we put our faith in Jesus, he ministers to the whole man. He has the ability to minister to us in our spirits, in our minds, in our emotions, and with our finances, in our relationships. That's the benefit of serving him. <laughs> Listen to what Jesus says. Mark 8.36. This is what he says. He says, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? I looked up this word soul in the Greek, and what it means is have detriment, injury, and damage. So what does it profit a man to gain the world? and then get detriment to his soul. See, we can gain stuff and still be broken in our emotions. We can be in a relationship that is unhealthy, that does not produce health for our souls. We are depressed. We're without joy but we're in this relationship. See, God, Jesus came so that he could heal our souls, not just minister to our, us naturally, financially. No, Jesus is concerned about the whole package, the whole man. Now, Eric, who, who, who do we share our faith with? Mark 16 and 15 says, And then he told them, You are to go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone everywhere. So we're to preach the gospel to everybody, to the saved and the unsaved. I believe that we share the gospel with the saved to encourage, to teach, to train, to build up. Well, I know those of you that are out there that's born again, say Christians, haven't you been in a time where you needed encouragement? One of your other brothers came and they talked to you and they shared the word. They spoke God's word to you and then built you up and then encouraged you and inspired you to keep going. 
You might have been challenged in your relationship with your wife and you begin to share with a friend and they begin to share with you what God's word said and it gave you a, the strength to continue on. You might have had a challenge in your business or you may have lost a job and you may have felt overwhelmed, felt in despair, felt discouraged. And they brought back to you that God will supply all of your needs according to his riches, Lord. That God will help you in a situation. You know, we're, we're, we're human. Sometimes we, we lapse. Sometimes we forget. The, the scripture talks about us bearing the infirmities of the weak. Sometimes you may be weak at a point and you need the encouragement. See, when we experience God's help, it's important that we share his message that others, they don't, they don't know Jesus. We're talking about the lost now, those that are unsaved. Someone that may not know him, and you can talk, or it could be someone in your family, a friend, and you have experienced the delivering power of God because someone shared the message of Jesus with you. Somebody told you about his love, his goodness. They told you their testimony. They may have been uh, uh, struggling with drug and addicted to alcohol, and God delivered them and set them free. They, they might have been challenged in relationships. They, they could have come out of an abusive uh, household. They might have been challenged with, with financial stress and uh, being overwhelmed with debt, and, and they, they may have been bankrupt, uh, and, and someone shared the gospel. They may have been suicidal. They were going to take their lives. But someone came and told them about the goodness of God that took place in their life. And because of them sharing it, they were saved. I want to encourage you, don't minimize what you have to offer. See, if God is helping you to win in life, that's what this broadcast is about. If the word of God is helping you to win in life, we have an obligation, a responsibility to go to all the world and preach the gospel. I like it. I like it in the Passion Bible. It says it this way. And it says to them, as you go into the world, as you go, share. Tell all humanity <laughs> about what God has done for your life. Tell all humanity about his goodness towards you. Tell humanity if he healed your body, how he healed you and set you free and delivered you. Tell humanity 
If he restored your marriage, it was broken. It was in shambles. It was torn up. You were heading to divorce. But God restored your marriage through you and your wife standing on the word of God. And it brought restoration. Tell them that your business was, 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 you was about to go out of business. And God supernaturally, come on, turned it around. You and I that are being impacted by this word of God Pastor Mike, we may listen to other ministers. We study the word of God ourselves, and we are strengthened by that word, and it encourages us, and we are being impacted, and we are winning in life. We are not giving up. We are not quitting. That word is empowering us to be changed. Then we should share with all humanity because you are empathetic to others. And you know what it is like to be in pain. You may not be in the same pain that they're in, but you know what it's like. Share with them how God has helped you win. <laughs> Why should we share our faith? One. Our motive should always be love for God, obedience to him, and love for people. Because God loved the world, we should walk in that same love. We should Love the world, the lost, the, un, the saved. We should share. We should share our faith because people are ignorant of what God's true nature and character look like. So we are to reveal him through our We have a responsibility. Therefore, be imitators of Christ or God, dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and gave himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet smelling savior savor listen god is asking us commanding us to imitate him as dear children i give this illustration about when i was a little boy and <laughs> watching my dad i would be watching my dad in the mirror and he would be shaving and I would see him shaving, and I wanted to shave. Why did I want to shave? I wanted to shave because my daddy was shaving. So I started acting like I was shaving. 
I was imitating my daddy. Why? Because I respected him, because I loved him, because I wanted to be like him. I was, look, I was down there, and I was looking up at my daddy, and I was just smiling, and I was just looking up at him, and I was just like, wow, man, I won't be able to shave. I, wanna, I didn't have no hair on my face, and I didn't have no fuzz, nothing. But I wanted to shave. <laughs> Why? Because it was my daddy. See, and that's the way that we should be about God. Because we love him, we should want to look And we ought to be looking up at children loving their father wanting to imitate him in every way and he says as imitators walk in love Woo. some of us are intimidated by that we feel like oh man I can't do that I can't be like, I walk like, I can't live that type of way. I can't, oh, I believe us being intimidated by it causes us to lose the power to do it. See, I believe that if we embrace it and we welcome it, God says, Eric, be an imitator. And I said, God, I can be an imitator by your help. I can do this by your help. I believe that God will help us to do, will he'll help us to imitate him, walk in the love of God. Listen, listen to this. Listen to what Ezekiel said. Zechariah, listen to what Zechariah said. Zechariah 4 and 6. He says, then he told me. This, this is talking about, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel. You will not succeed by your own strength or by your own power, not by power, not by might, but by my spirit, saith the Lord. See, God is saying, look, you can't do it in your own strength, in your own power. You can't imitate me on your own, but I will help you. He will strengthen me. He will empower me to walk in that way. Then I can do it because he will assist me. I can imitate him that others can see Christ. Woo. That's why we should share our faith. Philippians 2 and 13 says, because God is with you to help you want to do <laughs> and be able to do what the will, desire, and to work what pleases him. I'm going to say that again. I'm going to say that again. Look at what Philippians said. This should give us hope that we can impact life. This is where pa when pastor shares his life, when he shares these messages, it, it makes, it motivates, it inspires us that we, if we see that God is working in his life, he's 
these particular principles. And he's put his faith in the word of God. He's put his faith in Jesus. He's not ashamed of the gospel. And he's declaring what Jesus has said and what Jesus has done in his life because he obeyed God's word. And because he obeyed God's word, we are seeing the manifestation of this uh, of the dawn. We've seen the manifestation of the, uh, of the bridge. We've seen the manifestation of a great work. And even this program, we have seen the manifestation. Why? Because his faith, he believed what God said. And God showed him how to win. And he's gotten on this broadcast and sharing with us how the wind broadcast for every one of us. He's not, listen, this is the time of, 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 of and Christmas and it's the time of sharing. It's the time of giving. What more, what a greater thing that we can give than our faith. What greater thing that we can give is people Jesus can make things better in your life. How Jesus will cause you to conquer. How Jesus will raise you up out of depression. How Jesus will cause you to come heal your body and God will turn your life around. How Jesus will remove the depression. How Jesus will deliver you from a suicidal spirit. How Jesus will impact your life in such a way that you will marvel. You will marvel because men will not even recognize you because of the work that God will do in you. Not only will Jesus do that, Jesus will do an internal work on, on the inside of you. He'll change you as a person. He'll change you. You may have been mean. You may have been stubborn. You may have been hard-headed. Jesus will cause you to soften. He'll cause you to become more, uh, more more loving, more compassionate. Jesus can help you if you submit to that word. Glory to God. He will I got excited. He says, but help you what to do. To operate in the nature and the character of God. God will help you. Come on now. I'm trying to help, help somebody here. Don't think that you are, are, are doing it on your own. God didn't leave you or, uh, uh, to do it on your own. No, Jesus will help you. Glory to God. And that's what, what this is about. We want you to know that Jesus will help you. And not only will he help you. He will give you the want to do. He'll give you the ability to do it. Praise God. Whew. That's good. That's good. Whew. I didn't stop right there. That's good. <laughs> we should share our faith because people don't know who they are to God and what they are in God. Hmm. One thing you are, you fearfully and wonderfully made, according to uh, Psalms 139 and 14. We are the apple of God's eye, according to Psalms 17 and 8 and Zechariah 2 and 8. <laughs> that means we love by God. Woo! God loves you. God ain't angry with you. God ain't ready to beat you down. God loves you. Ooh, ooh, hush. We, we are the righteousness of God 
That means that I don't have to live my life in my own righteousness. Jesus came that he exchanged my, 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 his righteousness for my unrighteousness. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I got him. So when Jesus, when God looks at me, he sees Jesus. When God looks at you, when you're born again, he sees Jesus. When you have accepted him, you you now, when his, his eyes, when God's eyes uh, strike you, he sees his son. Mm. Mm. Another reason. Why should I share? <laughs> we should share our faith because God is good. Listen to this. God is good. God is not mean. God is good. God is not waiting to beat you over the head. God is good. God is not condemning you. God is good. God is not oppressing you. God is good. God is not making you sick. God is good. God is not the reason that you experience poverty. God is good. Listen to this. Listen to this. And <laughs> in Romans 2 and 4, do the riches of his extraordinary kindness goodness make you take him for granted and despise him? Haven't you experienced how kind or good and understanding he has been to you? Don't mistake his tolerance for acceptance. Do you realize that all the wealth of his extravagant goodness or kindness is meant, listen to this, to melt your heart and lead you to repentance. Man. goodness is bring you to the place, I like to say it like this, of turnaround. <laughs> yeah. God wants to cause you to turn from the direction that you're going that may be detrimental to you. It may be a, a place of pain for you. But God says, oh, I want you to experience my goodness. And see, God uses his people. See, when we have the right heart, when we as his people understand the nature of God, nature of God. See, we shouldn't be condemning because God's not. We shouldn't be mean because God's not. See, because God uses us as instruments and tools of his goodness to draw men. I'm going to say that again. God uses us as instruments and tools of goodness to draw men. That's why we bless and we don't curse. When we revile, we don't revile again. When people are mean to us, we are kind to them. Why? Because of that goodness. When they see that goodness, the goodness, the spirit, the nature of God flowing from us, it draws them to God. How can you be so kind to me when I'm being so hateful and mean and nasty to you? And they wonder, what is it about you Whew. that's causing you to still be able to behave in goodness? <laughs> goodness. See, you are the instrument of goodness 
I'm going to say that again. You are the instrument of goodness to help others win. You are the instrument of goodness to help others win. You are the instrument of goodness Woo! to help others win. know anything about the foundation of Jesus. Now I've shared, remember I told you there are four components. I have shared the message of Christ with, uh, with you. Yeah. Now you've heard it. And the next thing it says, once you hear, you have to believe what you heard in your heart. Then you have to say with your mouth what you believe. And then you have to act. According to John 3.16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. You have heard the message of Christ. Now, do you believe what you heard? If you believe what you heard, I want you to one it says, If thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. I want to give you the opportunity to give your life to a loving God, a God that is concerned about you, loves you, loves me, and he wants you to be a family. So if you would, just as, as an act of faith, if you believe this, as an act of faith, say this with me, dear Lord, I believe that Jesus died for me. I believe that I am a sinner in need of God's forgiveness. Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life and the Savior of my soul. I receive you now, and I believe that I am born again. If you said that prayer, you're on the road of the winning life.